Girlfriends, episode number 101, Three Things to Do This Christmas. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance, and joy in family living. In today's show, I'm sharing three simple things every one of us should do this Christmas, and I hope you'll share your thoughts too. Come on, let's get started. Hey, girlfriends, good morning. Welcome to the third week of Advent, which really is like the fourth week of Advent because there is no fourth week of Advent. Did you know that? It's a con. They're going to light the candles, but Christmas is the next day. So, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're caught up on everything you want to be caught up on. I most certainly am not. But I keep reassuring myself that Christmas is coming, whether I'm ready for it or not, whether all the things get done or not, and it's going to be okay. I have that kind of perspective now, but early on in my marriage and in my motherhood, in our family life, I used to put a lot more pressure on myself. And I sometimes drove my family crazy. I've shared before about how we used to wait to the last minute to put up the tree, and I was a wreck from the stress of trying to do everything in the last minute. Well, even worse than that, sometimes there were things that I should have let go of that I didn't let go of, and I put that pressure on myself to the detriment of everybody's experience. So I'm being better about that this year. I did let go of some things. Um, we're going to talk about that. That's one of the things that uh, I'm I'm sharing in this in this podcast. But you know, I was especially on overwhelm this Advent season. I, I shared last week about how some changes were going on with my work. In the end, good changes, but stressful changes. Well, I can share a little bit more now because there's some news that's come out in the past week, and um, I wasn't planning to share it till the new year. But all of a sudden, it's on Twitter, so I'm going to share. Um, so I'm leaving Catholic Digest and taking on a new role, full-time work with Catholic Mom, which was founded by Lisa Hendy. I know you're familiar with Catholic Mom. Um, it's a website and a brand and a book imprint and um, just it, multimedia um, founded by Lisa Hendy, the awesome and amazing Lisa Hendy that was recently acquired by Holy Cross Family Ministries. So Lisa has sort of... Um, made this move to step away from Catholic Mom a little bit and explore more opportunities for her writing, focus on new projects. And Holy Cross Family Ministries, having recently acquired the Catholic Mom brand, was looking for a brand manager to sort of um, oversee its growth and look for new opportunities, connections, partnerships, that sort of thing. And um, that's the position that I'm going to be serving in, um, effective almost immediately. <laughs> anyway, certainly in the new year, I'm going to be taking on a number of new things with Catholic Mom. And unfortunately, that has meant leaving Catholic Digest, which talk about mixed feelings. Yeah, absolutely. This is the right decision for me for now. And I, I think it's it's in the end going to be very good for the people that I'm leaving behind in their in their jobs on the magazines. But I'm so sad to be leaving. I truly am. Um, and I, I really am going to miss the wonderful people I had the opportunity to work with there. I'm grateful for the opportunities that my position as publisher of the magazine group um, with Catholic Digest, Catechist, and Today's Catholic Teacher have afforded me. 
really a wonderful opportunity that I had. I got new experiences and I met new people and had many opportunities to grow. I'm so grateful for that. But you know, change is hard. Even when it's good change, (laughs) change is hard. And so it's been a hard advent coming to the decision to do that. And then uh, moving on to Catholic Mom, which is all kinds of exciting. And I can't wait to share that journey with you as I get started. And um, new things for the podcast, too. With that regard, um, we're going to be looking to um, maybe put together a new podcast, maybe with me and Lisa Hendy. Just a little little preview for you girlfriends listeners that uh, there's going to be some new content maybe coming your way with me in this new position. And I am so excited about doing that. So look for that in the future. But that has been what's been occupying me largely besides the usual Advent stuff. And so I'm okay with the fact that some things had to go. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I want to get to today's topic, which is three things to do this Christmas time. So I'm jumping right into Christmas. As I said, we're in the third week of Advent, but it's really like the fourth. And I'm jumping right into Christmas because I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to take two weeks off from recording the podcast for Christmas and New Year's and be back in the new year with new episodes and new content. It's going to be fun and exciting. But I wanted to leave you with a little bit of thoughts for the Christmas season, which is going to be here before any of us know it. So I've got three things that I wanted to share with you this week. Three things that I think everybody should do at Christmas time. Just some things for you to think about. Okay, the first thing that I think you should do this Christmas, and by Christmas, I mean you've got 12 days of Christmas, okay? You've got time. Um, So the first thing I think you should do is hold baby Jesus. Now, what do I mean by that? Jesus comes to us at Christmas time, and of course he came to us historically as a baby. And that has deep significance, I think, in that he wants to connect with us in a very human, vulnerable way. He's real. He's fully God, but he's fully man, and he came to us as a tiny human baby, helpless and vulnerable. And I think it's so significant at Christmas time especially to reflect on that thought and that This is how Jesus is looking to establish his relationship with humanity, but not just in some general sense, with you in a very personal way. At Christmas time, he comes to you as a baby. And now not all women go gaga over babies. I think some women have that baby uh, baby sickness or whatever you want to call it um, more than others. But even if you're not somebody who does that, I mean, think about the human reaction to a tiny baby that's sweet and cute and wants you to hold it, wants you to love it and care for it. Think about the fact that what does that mean that Jesus comes to us in this way? Well, I think it's really significant because it means he wants a deeply personal connection with us. And we all know, right? Say like a a human being who wants to have a, a positive interaction with an animal. How do you approach that animal? Right? Not in an aggressive, powerful way, not in a I am your God thundering from the clouds kind of way, but in a vulnerable way, right? in a non-threatening way. What's more non-threatening than a tiny little baby? And Jesus comes to us in that way because he so much wants that relationship with us. He doesn't want obstacles to get in the way. He's God. He could come to us as anything he wants. And he picked to come in this humble way as a tiny baby. And so I want to encourage you this Christmas season, and Christmas Mass is a great opportunity to do it, but whenever you you find that you have the time to spend some time reflecting on holding baby Jesus, connecting with him in that deeply personal way that doesn't have to involve a lot of sophistication and talking and saying formal prayers, just connecting the way that you connect with a baby, 
you know, look in his eyes, open your heart to him, hold him and love him. That's what Jesus wants from you. So I want to encourage you sometime this Christmas season to spend some time reflecting on that. Maybe maybe reading the passage um, from Luke chapter two, that's going to be read at midnight mass where um, we, we hear about how Mary kept all of these things, reflecting on them in her heart. We've talked about that. And what a beautiful passage that is to reflect on and think about you. Think about yourself holding baby Jesus, keeping all of those things and reflecting on them in your heart, connecting with him in that very basic way that makes no real demand of you other than being there and being present with him. So take some time this Christmas to hold baby Jesus. Like I said, you could do it at mass, but you could do it on your own or maybe spend, you know, a few different times thinking about that this Christmas time, whenever you see an image of baby Jesus and they're all over the place this time of year for sure. So spend some time holding baby Jesus this Christmas season. Find the time for that. All right. Number two, I already alluded to. The second thing I think everybody should do this Christmas time is skip something. Let something go. You know, traditions are great. I am a huge fan of tradition and I love it. You know, you should have seen me this past weekend. I was the popcorn and cranberry Nazi in my house because we were putting up the tree and we always decorate it with cranberries and popcorn strung because I love that old fashioned look. And we've done it every year since the first year Dan and I were married when I was pregnant with Catery. The start of our family was the first time we decorated a tree in that way. And I'm not about to stop. So <laughs> my fingers are sore today from all the uh, pricks with the needles because sometimes it's hard to work the needles through. And um, anyway, I, I did my share for sure. I did more than anybody else. So they can't complain that I was forcing them to string popcorn and cranberries. But okay, so there's a tradition that I did not let go of. But there were things I did let go of this season. And I plan to let go of other things this season that either aren't a good fit for this year, or set me on overwhelm or threaten to set me on overwhelm. You all know what I'm talking about that one more thing. I'm going to skip some things and I want to encourage you to skip something, even if it's something that you feel like we can't possibly skip that. Like, for example, one thing that I skipped this year, and it took a little convincing, but I do think it was the right choice, even though my mother will probably disagree. We skipped taking the family Christmas picture. Another thing we've done every single year, and I do mail out handwritten cards with our photo in them, something that's been important to me. And even though our card list has shrunk over the years because fewer and fewer people send cards, um, I always still, you know, kept up that tradition. But this year, you know, we need to take the Christmas picture uh, on Thanksgiving weekend because that's when we were all together. That's when Ambrose was home. If I wasn't organized enough to do it in the summertime, which of course I was not, um, and the kids were resisting doing it on the day that the morning that I had picked out. And it was the one time when we were all going to be able to do it. And I just something in me just was like, not in an angry way, but just kind of snapped there and was like, we don't need to do it. And that was actually very liberating to realize it's okay. And um, I can take one next year if I want. I can take one over the summer and it doesn't have to be a Christmas picture or whatever. It was okay. And I'm not sending out the cards and I didn't take the picture and, and nobody's going to die. Like I said, except my mother who's, who doesn't yet know this. But I don't think she listens to girlfriends. So I'm going to get a call in um, a, a short amount of time and ask where that Christmas picture is because my mom is awesome. She has 43 grandchildren and she keeps track of them all. And every year she loves to get an updated photo because she, on, she has a hutch with all the photos displayed of the different families. It's really actually beautiful. And so I understand mom, but um, it's it's going to have to wait till next year or, you know, or you, you come over and convince those kids to take the picture. 
Anyway, skip something. And it might not be something like that that's even specifically Christmas related. Maybe there's some social event that you are dreading or that at the last minute you realize is way too much for you or you're exhausted and you just don't want to do it and you feel this pressure to do it. It's okay to put yourself and your own mental health and, and physical well-being and your family first. Skip something. So, and you know, I think the thing is, to remind ourselves that these traditions are supposed to serve us. These activities that we take on, especially during the holiday season, are supposed to be fun. And if they're not fun, and if they're no longer serving you, it's okay to let it go, whether it's a social obligation or, um, you know, some other activity that is threatening to stress you out. There's always next year, you can give up something that's truly meaningful and wonderful and beautiful and amazing, and you can go back to it next year. Just give yourself that break. I think it's really important, and, and I love it when other women remind me of this. We all need that reminder sometimes that our own families come first, and it's okay to skip something. So I'm going to encourage you to, in addition to taking some time to hold baby Jesus, skip something this Christmas season. Skip something that isn't a good fit for this year. And in place of skipping something, I'm going to ask you to take on something else this Christmas season. The third thing I recommend that everyone do in the Christmas season is go on a date. Now, many times we already have these things planned. You might have a date night with your husband, Christmas shopping. That's certainly something we do every year. But I mean, during the Christmas season, go on a date and maybe you don't have a significant other. Maybe you're a single mom or maybe you're not even married or whatever. You can still go on a date. And what I mean by that is one-on-one -on -one time with somebody who's important to you. So for many of us, that's no brainer. It's going to be our husband. And, um, you know, for sure, marriage has a way of getting lost in the shuffle sometimes over the holiday season. You know, you've got the kids, you've got the extended family, you've got all this stuff going on at church. And nurturing your marriage really isn't number one on your list. But it's so important, especially during stressful times. And it's such a beautiful time of year to spend some time one-on-one -on -one with somebody who's important to you. So if you're not married, um, it's not going to be your husband. But if you are, definitely go on a date with your husband. Um, but you could also go spend some one-on-one -on -one time with a kid that you, you're missing a connection with or with your own parent or with a friend that you haven't seen in a while. Just making that one-on-one -on -one connection, I think, is so important, especially this time of year. It's sort of a natural time of year, especially as the year is coming to a close, to kind of reflect on our blessings. And the people in our lives are the most significant blessings we have. So spending some time truly connecting in a personal way, in an intimate way, in a deep way with someone who's important to you and enjoying the beauty and the joy of this season together. Make sure you take time to do that. Make sure you take time to do that in the week following Christmas, I want to say, because it's a beautiful time of year and most of the hustle bustle is behind you, like the gift shopping and, you know, a lot of the cooking and whatnot. When you have some downtime, many people have time off from work, from school, whatnot, during that week. And, and just really focus on someone that you love, that you want to have that connection with. Take some time in the Christmas season to go on a date. Okay. Are, are you hearing me on these three things? They're not hard, but I want to make the suggestion for you because I think they can help to make your Christmas season and your celebration of Christmas time more meaningful and more enjoyable for you. Okay. So the three things again, first of all, hold baby Jesus, spend some time reflecting on what it means that Jesus comes to us in this tiny, sweet, vulnerable human way. Number two, skip something. Find something that you can give up and give it up and don't look back. And number three, go on a date. 
Take some time to connect one-on-one with someone who's important to you this Christmas season. Now, I only shared three things because I think you must have your own things. Send them to me, Danielle at DanielleBean.com. In what ways, small ways and big ways, do you make the Christmas season more important and meaningful and joyful for yourself personally, but also for your family? So many of us are, are under that pressure these days to take care of our families and make sure Christmas is enjoyable and meaningful and beautiful for our own families. So let me know the ways that you do that small, simple, doable ways. You know my style and I would love to hear it from you. You can email me Danielle at DanielleBean.com. You can always go to DanielleBean.com and click leave voicemail there. And it's a super simple, easy way that you can give me voice feedback and I can share your input on a future episode of Girlfriends. Hey, Danielle. Uh, blessed peace to St. Lucy to you. Uh, just my uh, own thought on uh, trying not to cry when remembering uh, the kids when they were small. Um, you know, one of the things I do in light of that, um, just kind of the passage of time and, and thinking about people who are gone and, and kids who, right, my, my four-year-old sons are now um, bigger and different and I won't see, um, I won't see those little guys again, or maybe I will. Um, I think about this when I contemplate heaven and kind of the restoration of our memories. Um, you know, maybe it'll be such that, uh, one of the joys of heaven will be that all of those memories are restored to us and made present to us again, um, in some way, um, because there is a continuity between those people um, as they existed now and then, just like there's between us when we were uh, small and who we are now. And, you know, and if God holds all those moments in one great present moment, then maybe there's some way in which we partake in that. Uh, it's been a consoling thought, uh, especially when um, you, you, you're thanking God, but you're also, uh, there's, a, there's a sadness there. There's uh, um Right, those those good things uh, ought not come to an end, and and if and if heaven is the fulfillment of all those uh, things, then then maybe they'll be back as well. Uh, in any case, I hope you're staying warm uh, and uh, keep plodding on. Christmas is coming like a freight train. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you, David, for those really beautiful thoughts that that you shared um, about. uh, For those of you who didn't hear last week's episode, I was sharing a little bit about how this time of year can make us sad. And it certainly made me sad remembering previous Christmases when our older kids were really little and how beautiful and joyful that was and how it's okay to mourn that as a loss. Um, And beautiful thoughts, David, especially thinking about heaven and the fullness of the human person, which of course, we are. The, the sum of, you know, we're not, a, we're, yeah, that little guy that, you know, my son was when he was three or whatever. Now he's 21. It, that little guy is not in my house, right? Um, so that is a loss, but it's him. It's still him, you know? Um, so definitely, I think you're absolutely right, David. And that can be a great consolation for those of us who struggle with those kinds of feelings and that kind of sadness and loss is the fact that we can look forward to heaven. And that is one of, you know, the consequences, I think, of original sin that we suffer here on earth is that all these beautiful and lovely and, um, you know, just wonderful things that happen in our lives are are fleeting and changing and that um, we can't hold on to things like that. And you're right. Heaven is one great big present moment that somehow encapsulates 
all the past and the future and, you know, all of time. So of course, we're going to be fully who we are. And we're going to see that beauty in ourselves and in others. So a wonderful and consoling thought that this ain't heaven yet. (laughs) But that's our goal, right? It's our goal for ourselves and our families. So a beautiful thought. Thank you for sharing, David. And thank you for sharing Christmas is coming like a freight train because I am feeling that way today. Um, Anyway, uh, if you have feedback that you'd like to share, as David has, he shared on Voxer, which is a great way to connect with me. You can go to the show notes on daniellebean.com. There's always a link to connect with me on Voxer, which is a fun and easy app, which you just makes it so you can use your phone kind of like a walkie-talkie. Hold the button down. Talk to me. Super simple. I get the message and I can include you in a future episode of Girlfriends. Be so fun. Give me some voxes while I'm gone over the break. Okay, and speaking of the break, I am going to close off this episode. I know it's a little shorter than usual, but I know you've got your own stuff to do. So, um, you know, I definitely need to hit the ground running. It's still early in the morning, but I think some members of my family might be up and I'm going to sneak back in there, see what's going on before I take on all the tasks of the day. And I hope you're going to take on your day with joy today. I want to thank you for taking the time to be here with me here at Girlfriends. It's so meaningful and important to me that you take time out of your week to connect and share with me here at Girlfriends. And it's so beautiful to me, the ways in which we've really grown and become a community. So remember during this Christmas time to pray for the girl friends community, those other people who are listening along with you and the people we've connected here, the people who've asked for prayer, the people who need our support and our encouragement. Let's remember to pray for each other this Christmas break. And until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week. Girlfriends is a DanielleBean.com production. Know your worth, find your joy, 